Welcome to episode 115. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. What a fun episode and weird. There's two parts to it. So the first part's about 20 minutes and they're both obviously on Kundalini. If you've seen the title for the podcast, you'll know it's all right, great. We're getting into Kundalini and it's answering lots of questions around Kundalini and hopefully kind of removing the veil and the shadow and the hidden stuff around Kundalini and giving some, I don't know, some tangible stuff that we can sink our teeth into around this extraordinary energy. Um, So first part is very recently recorded. If you're listening to this at the time, the podcast is coming out recorded for our YouTube channel. The second part, if you feel to listen to a little bit more, was a clip from an Instagram pop-up that we ended up doing on Kundalini. I think it's edited out a little bit and it became another YouTube video um, on our channel. So always you can find almost all of our podcasts in video form on our YouTube channel and on our blog. So rewildingforwomen.com blog. You'll find all of this stuff plus more. You'll find all the invites that we invite you to. Like you'll hear me talk about birthing a new world mini series. It's an online workshop series that you are so welcome to do. It's totally free. You just have to opt in so we can send you the links to get to the actual workshops. Um, And you'll find that at rewildingforwomen.com forward slash 115 because this is episode 15. So that's kind of how all podcasts work. You'll always find the resources under there and links to additional things and offers and free things that we just love sharing out in the world. So, all right, enough of an intro. Um, Enjoy this two-part podcast. So I'm going to attempt to just bring a framework to something that does not have a framework. I'm going to attempt to use words as a doorway in. Um, I'm going to attempt to give us some mind food. We always want mind food and we want tangible. We want something we can sink our teeth into. We, we, like the brain wants to comprehend it. And we need to just start first and foremost is that this is incomprehensible. It's incomprehensible. It's undescribable. I could talk for three weeks and still not have Kundalini explained to you. We would still walk out and it would feel mysterious to you because it is a mystery. It is, it is the awakening mysteries. These are the mysteries. These are the mysteries that the mystics spent their whole lives exploring, their whole lives attempting to write books about, their whole lives attempting to bring ritual to and ceremony to and and doorways to access these things. Their whole lives they spent attempting to bring the mystery into something that we can touch, something that we can hear, something that we can bite into. And so one, let Kundalini be a mystery. Let it be mysterious. Let it be mysterious because it will always be mysterious. The more we fight that, the more we will struggle with it and kind of the more we're just wasting time, effort, energy. Do I think that there is value in having this conversation? Hell yes. Otherwise we wouldn't be here. 
But do I think that we spend an extraordinary amount of time trying to use a tool, brain, the tool, trying to use a tool to measure something that it can't measure? Yeah, right? It, it, it's like I'm, I'm trying to measure, I don't know, distance with something that measures time. Like I'm trying to measure distance with a watch like a stopwatch. I'm like, why isn't this working? That's how the brain is and logic and ration and reason is to Kundalini. It is a tool that cannot go there. Yeah, the end. End of, I'm just kidding. We'll try to get a little bit further into this. If I had to give you a framework, which I hate doing and I'm super resistant to this, but I think a rough framework with the um, caveat that this is not the end-all be-all. This is not fact. So again, don't cling on to this. It's just something that might give us a, a step toward Kundalini. It's just something that might open the door toward a little bit of gnosis around Kundalini. So if I had to bring words to Kundalini, I would say she is, I call her she. It's not a she, but I call her she. So it doesn't have to be a she at all. In many traditions, it is not a she. In some traditions, it is a she. In some traditions, it's very linked to divine feminine, rising. In some traditions, it's not at all linked to feminine. In some traditions, it's linked to Uranus, right? Lightning bolt like awakener. So you can feel into astrology. That, that Uranus is Kundalini. It's linked. I shouldn't say is Kundalini. Don't see again. Don't get stuck on that. Don't get stuck on that. But is linked. In some traditions, Kundalini is serpent energy, is rainbow serpent. In some traditions, it's other things. But she's not any of those things. Yet she's all of them, right? We, we are attempting to use symbol. We are attempting to use myth or story. We are attempting to use archetypal energies to access something that is way beyond all of that stuff. So is she all of those things? Yeah. Is she none of those things? Yeah. Does she feel like fire? Yeah. Does she also feel like water sometimes? Yeah. Is she sometimes lightning bolt like rapid huge expansive awakenings that just blow your mind yeah is she also so incredibly subtle that you didn't even know that you were in the midst of a kundalini awakening yeah she's that too sucks doesn't it totally this conversation sucks but it's the deepest truth that i can give you i have witnessed some women go through kundalini awakening where it is very physical, right? It is, I mean, you can see her whole body like writhing, right? Like the serpentine moving up her spine, whole body just moving, 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 moving. And you can almost see like each chakra blasting open as Kundalini is rising. I have also seen women go through as profound of an awakening and not move anything in them. 
There is zero physical expression, but it's happening just as profoundly, just as profoundly. It just didn't look like that, right? It just didn't look like that. And that's one of the huge pieces around this is the way that Kundalini will move through you, awaken in you, rise in you. Sometimes it's not arising also. Like we always think it's, oh, first chakra, second chakra, third chakra, fourth, fifth, sixth. It doesn't work like that. Sometimes her awakening happens in your heart first and then it bounces up to the crown and then it bounces down to the base chakra. And, and for some of us, Kundalini awakens and there is no sense of chakra, right? So the, the whole chakra system that's also just a framework and a system to help us get into places. Is it fact? I don't know. You can decide that for yourself, right? You can decide that for yourself. And so when working with Kundalini, like, let it be so fucking unique to you. So unique to you that it leaves you in that mysterious state. Like, the more that we can be so curious and have no idea and zero expectation, right? Zero comparison. We are always comparing. And we always think it should look a certain way. It should look a certain way. It should sound a certain way. It should feel a certain way. We should know. Bullshit. Wow, I'm swearing a lot. And I apologize for those of you that hurts your ears. I'm just very passionate about this. but. There are many times where a kundalini awakening will happen and we have no conscious awareness of it because the brain can't go there. The brain hasn't been rewired enough to even be conscious of that energy in our bodies. Like it has to adjust to even sense the subtlety. I shouldn't say subtlety, to even sense that energy in our bodies. For some of us, kundalini shows up external to us. For some of us, it shows up as like a life tsunami. For some of us, it shows up in our dog or our cat. For some of us, it is very physical based. For some of us, it shows up in dreams. For some of us, it's very nebulous. It's very watery, it's very foggy, it's very unclear. For some of us, let me feel, I wanna, not go off on that too much of a tangent. I need to reel myself in a little bit. Um, let me just summarize that section with let the mysteries be the mysteries. Let it be mysterious because it is. It is. Let it be your unique experience. Let it be so beautifully and perfectly unique to you because it is, it's designed for you. Your awakening outside of Kundalini, like let's just talk about outside of Kundalini, your destiny, Dharma, your awakening path, your move towards evolution or towards consciousness or toward a higher love state or a more loving state, however we wanna talk about that is so incredibly unique to you. It's so incredibly unique to you. Your Kundalini journey or not journey or relationship to or not relationship to, to is so unique to you, so unique to you. And the more that we can just be open and curious 
and allow the organicness of it to happen, the less we're pushing for something, striving for something, the truer, bigger, more beautiful it's gonna be for you. I don't even wanna say bigger, because then we get attached to that, right? Like it's gotta be big. The truer, the truer, the deeper, the more authentic, the more aligned you will be with your awakening path. The more aligned you will be with your awakening path. Can Kundalini be accessed sexually? Hell yes. That is an extraordinarily powerful path. Extraordinarily powerful path. Um, some forms of Tantra, some forms of sacred sexuality, forms that work with Kundalini can be extremely, um, extremely aligned with Kundalini, extremely in devotion to and in reverence to and, and in that place. Can Kundalini be very, very aligned with goddess work? all of this goddess embodiment, divine feminine rising. Um, yes, it can come through archetypes. Like I was sharing about Lolita. And Lolita is also very linked to sacred sexuality too. So if you're going to be exploring Kundalini awakening in Lolita, you're kind of going to be also like mixing in sacred sexuality with it. But if you go through the door of Hygieia, right? Hygieia is also a Kundalini awakener. As an archetypal energy, it's a doorway in. Again, I'm just giving us different doorways and things to feel into. Hygieia doesn't specifically mix sexuality in. It doesn't specifically, it just works with this high vibrational kundalini energy. Is certain practices and certain breathing techniques and certain movements supportive to kundalini awakening yes kundalini is kundalini yoga yes but there's to me this is to me you feel for you to me there is a way to be open curious in reverence to but not be striving for right part of the point of kundalini awakening is the destruction of your ego I shouldn't say destruction because then we get all caught up on, well, Sabrina and the ego's good. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm, I hear you. I agree with you. It's not destruction of the ego. It's ego takes a back seat to spirit, your spirit, to soul, right? That's a huge part of Kundalini. That's spiritual awakening is everything that's unconscious becomes conscious. Everything that's not love becomes love. And when we push for and strive for and we graspy, needy, want to, I'm going to kundalini yoga every day for seven days in a row for the rest of my life because I want to awaken kundalini. Good luck to you. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> but sometimes we need that. Sometimes... We need, like, there's this perfection in all of it. There's this perfection in all of it. And, and we are that until we're not. <laughs> we, 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 we strive and we seek. There's this beautiful analogy that I love. I love, 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 love this. And this is so good. 
and I can totally relate to this and I see this in the lives of pretty much everyone that I work with. You know, when you work with someone for X amount of time, not just like a hour, whatever, but is we are seeking, 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 seeking. We're seeking awakening. We can say the exact same about Kundalini. We can say the exact same about any sort of spiritual awakening. Seeking, 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 seeking. We get to a point where we're seeking, 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 seeking spiritual awakening. We're seeking the divine feminine. We're seeking the divine masculine. We're seeking, you know, Christ light. We're seeking, 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 seeking. And we're chasing it, right? And that's that's oftentimes coming from an, an ego place, but the ego is getting us there, right? That's part of that perfect path. It's all perfectly designed, your soul path. Seek, 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 seek. And then there's a point where it turns. So instead of you seeking it, it starts to seek you. She starts to seek you. He starts to come after you. Spirit starts to chase you instead of you chasing it. This is a beautiful and amazing and kind of scary and kind of trippy and like it's a very different experience for all of us. I'm kind of just referring to my own and many others that I've seen, but but it's not always this, again, just honoring the uniqueness of all of our paths, but where the seeker becomes the one being seeked, seeked out. And so we seek, 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 and then it shifts. And then we're, we're almost like, for some of it, sometimes we're kind of like running away. Like, oh my gosh, this is just so much. This is, oh, oh, it's just not, <laughs> like this. Um, but to me, that's almost a marker can be, not always, again, it's not always, but can be a marker of when the ego sort of surrenders over and there's an allowing that just starts to happen. There's just this openness, surrender, I use that word a lot, this surrendered openness with infinite curiosity around the path, around the awakening path, around kundalini, around whatever spiritual path we're on or whatever we're seeking at the moment can be many, many, many different things. Um, yeah, I don't know why that wove itself in here, but it did. So I feel like this is a great place to um, to end. Um, the invitation to work with Kundalini directly is Birthing a New World miniseries. Again, it's it's our gift, but it's a yes from you. Like, it's just... For me and the way that I work with these energies and I work with Kundalini and I work with individuals and it's kind of like there has to be a yes. There's got to be like a consent, consent to, you know, do some really big, interesting, wild, beautiful, soul supportive, spiritually supportive stuff together. Um, but I would love to share that with you. I would love to share those practices with you. And again, you'll find it in the description below if you're on YouTube and you'll find it in rewildingforwomen.com forward slash 115, which will get you to birthing a new world mini series. And we get to work with the Kundalini energy that is, I'll just say, dragon. 
I'll just say that particular doorway in happens to be our door. Is it the only one? No. Um, but it's the doorway that showed up in that particular um, container, that particular space at that particular time. Um, so I would love to do more videos on this. If you have more questions, I would love to do more specific videos on Kundalini, more specific videos on this particular aspect of spiritual awakening, embodied spiritual awakening, maybe the purification that happens from Kundalini, maybe... You know, what are the signs? Oh, gosh, we could go into that, but then I just feel that whole plethora of like junk online of like Kundalini awakening signs and symptoms. I kind of refer back to the your unique path is your unique path. Um, but I would love to hear your questions. Love to hear them. Would love to do specific episodes around like real hot topics. So even like voting on other people's questions below if you're on YouTube is probably the best place to do it. That would be super helpful. Or, sharing them in our Facebook group. There's a Facebook group link in both rewildimprovement.com forward slash 115 and the description of YouTube. Um, so we'd love to just hear uh, more and we do lots of really cool stuff in the Facebook group. So even just outside of that, it's a place to hang out. Like I'm in there sharing things, the team's in there sharing things. There's lots of free offerings and just inspiring conversations. A lot of wisdom gets kind of shared in there. So if you're up for more free, beautiful, supportive stuff and just kind of a community of sorts. I would love to see you in the Facebook group. And finally, just my gratitude. Um, gratitude to you, gratitude to every man and woman who has ever done a rewilding anything or any program with us. That's what makes this possible. So, you know, all of you are our sponsors. So you're what makes it possible to share free things like this, to do a podcast almost on a weekly basis. So just big gratitude um, to all of you. All right, I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. Mwah. Wait, 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 don't go. So that was part one. Um, this is a brief interlude. I'm just kidding, it's not an interlude at all. I just wanted to let you know that this next section is now part two, which was recorded separately as a pop-up Instagram live. All right, enjoy this next section. What is Kundalini? Kundalini is life itself. It's within. Snake, serpent, very, very powerful practices. She is strong and loving and wise. The aliveness in you, my most primal state, wraps the chakras. She has a beautiful sense of self. Yes! So just everything that I always do when we start to move into the topic and we start to move into what this is, it, it's an invitation to listen from a place that's beyond just the mental realm. So especially when we start talking about feminine practices, when we start talking about Shakti, and when we start talking about Kundalini, it's not something that can be cognized through just the mental realm, through just uh, left brain logical, linear sort of a thinking. So it's almost this like, invitation in this moment for those of us here live or watching later to just open your heart just for a minute take just take a quick second a quick breath open your heart open kind of your third chakra open your second chakra open your first chakra and just feel this there's a central channel that runs through you this is all related to kundalini so don't worry i'm not getting off topic and taking us into some random practice just 
breathe and even if you've never tapped into your central channel before, just imagine it, like visualize it, that there's this column of, of light or this vortex of light of energy that runs from the crown of your head through the center of your being, right? All the way down to the base, all the way down to the base of your spine. And so just, just breathe that for a minute and just like hang out with it. You might be like, I just, I've never even felt this thing before. I just, what Sabrina, you're, this is ridiculous. But just if we're going to walk into Kundalini, we have to start to honor the places within our being that are very linked to kundalini. So there's no place that kundalini is not linked. There's no place that kundalini doesn't go. It's not just that snake serpent that, you know, just comes up the Ida and the Pingala, you know, and just like wraps the chakras. Yes, that is a beautiful description. Yes, that is one depiction. Heck yes, many of us will visualize that, will feel that, can associate with that. But there's no place that kundalini doesn't go it's like life itself it's it's like the spiritual energy in you it's the aliveness in you it's the divine wisdom that's that resides within you so what is kundalini kundalini is like the essence of life running through you kundalini is spiritual, mystical wisdom that runs through your body. Now it runs through us and we all have a very different relationship to it depending on kind of where we're at on our spiritual path, where we're at on our evolutionary path, where where we are at in, in our lives, what our karma is, what our journey is, what our um, dharma is, what our destiny is, what it is that we're called to experience, just where we are. It's said that Kundalini lies dormant, wrapped three and a half times around the base of your spine. It's said, so these are just texts. And when you think about like the coiled three and a half times around the base of your spine, these can be very, very powerful practices to bring us there and to bring awareness, bring attention, um, bring focus, to bring juice, to bring aliveness to that area of the body and to <laughs> invite her to rise. So you also hear these things about her rising, her, her, her rising, Shakti rising, the feminine rising. And you hear about like goddess practice and wisdom, like women's wisdom practices, that, that's all linked to Shakti, Shakti, Kundalini, all of that's linked. Um, and I think one of the key things that I really want to take away, and this is something I've been talking about a lot, is it's not other than, it's not outside of us. It's, it's within and it's accessible and it's there. Yeah, it's a journey. Yeah, it, it, it sometimes takes practice. Yeah, it sometimes takes um, being in, in a sacred space that holds and honors and invokes that. But it can also happen walking down the street looking at a pretty tree. It can happen in a dream. It can happen looking at a painting. I think there's so much out there that 
talks about kundalini in a like mystical outside of you you have to do you know a, a sojourn to find the right guru to awaken the snake in you and I want to just kind of shine a light on the bullshit that some of that stuff is to, to, to really um, kind of obliterate some of the, the, the gooeyness around it. Some of the, if I start to go into that, we will totally veer off um, on another topic. So I won't go there, but to really own the fact that kundalini resides within you. Whether it's awake or not, even, even those terms, all of these terms are, are not even able to come close to capturing the essence or the truth. So also just knowing that when we start to bring words to something this esoteric, this sacred, this so far beyond the mental realm and what we can currently comprehend, we, we lose the essence. So regardless of how hard I try or how great someone might be at bringing words to Kundalini and to Shakti, you've already lost the juice. You've already lost some of the essence. You've lost the truth because words can't possibly translate the fullness um, and the essence and the truth of, of Kundalini. So I think the thing that I wanna leave us with um, uh, how does kundalini show up for you? So I think these shares are so beautiful when we gather and we can all share our own unique experiences and our own unique wisdom in this. So just a comment. How does kundalini show up for you? How does she feel? How does she look? How, does, how do you sense kundalini? Because how I sense kundalini and how I see and hear and feel and what my relationship to kundalini is is going to be so different to the next persons and the next persons and the next persons and the next persons and so if you feel to leave a comment i would just love i would love to hear i would love to witness um anything i see um brie within and snake i know um i've worked with brie in, uh, in different circles. And I know Brie had a really big and beautiful, I'm sure that this is okay to be sharing this, Brie. This isn't very abnormal or uncommon, but had this really profound experience with snake energy and oftentimes can show up as snake or serpent energy. Um, Nef Nefertiti, I love that. Um, I hope I got that right or close anyways. Uh, I sense her in my most primal state. Oh, woman, I love this. Um, she is strong and loving and wise. She has a beautiful sense of, of self. Yes, I love hearing um, these. Katerine, I don't feel her at all. Yep, and that's, you are definitely not alone, sister. I went my whole first 30 years of life having no idea that Kundalini existed or Shakti existed until it happened to me, right? Until it happened. And I was like, what the? <laughs> um, uh, this is Morgan, yes to the snake. Um, okay, beautiful women um, and men. Huge love to all of you for just being a part of the community in whatever way you're a part. I'm just super grateful to be here with you all. I'll see you where I see you when I see you. All right. Mwah!